episode 9. Feeling trapped, used, unappreciated? Then what are you going to do about it? Hello and welcome to the Make Money with Massage podcast, where we show you strategies to successfully market and promote your massage business. I'm your host, Tim Cooper, and it's a pleasure to have you with me today. But seriously, do you feel trapped, used, unappreciated? Are you in a clinic environment where the only marketing tool the management seem to use is discounted massage? And does the management expect you to give your skills and time away for free or cheaply just to build their business? Do you feel committed to the business and feel compelled to stay even though the management demonstrate no sign of respect for you or the services you provide? You feel that you owe it to your clients to stay. And if so, I can truly relate to your situation. You see, until recently, I felt trapped in the exact cycle. The thought of leaving the clinic and the clientele that I'd worked three years to build was an extremely daunting prospect. But at the same time, the situation had become untenable. But before I get into that story, there are a couple of other things I'd like to tell you about. First, I've got a question for you. Do your massage forms need a facelift? Are you happy with the first impression that your client gets of your business when you hand them that client intake form? You see, for the last 10 years, I've been selling a complete set of forms specifically designed for massage, and you can check them out at massageforms.net. Now, my set of professional massage forms includes the client intake form, physical assessment, pain analysis, muscle strength, soap notes, and a treatment summary form. On top of that, I'm giving away a number of bonuses. So go to massageforms.net, check out what the forms look like, and check out those bonuses. I'm sure you're going to be impressed. Now, I'd really like to know that I'm answering the questions and providing information that you need in order to build a solid massage business. So if you've got any questions at all, please send me an email at tim at makemoneywithmassage.com That's Tim at MakeMoneyWithMassage.com and I'll be sure to feature your questions in an upcoming episode. Also, I have a survey at MakeMoneyWithMassage.com forward slash survey. If you go there and you just fill out a very, very short survey, it will only take a couple of minutes, but the information that you give there will really help me in preparing resources, courses and podcast interviews to help you build that massage business of your dreams. So let's get back to today's content. Not only had the management happily been offering my services for cheap, there had been a management change and now their entire focus was on the money. In fact, they would shorten my hours without notifying me and even close the clinic on days when there was no physiotherapist on duty just because they wanted to save on reception costs. They would even close the clinic or change my hours regardless of whether I had existing bookings or not. It was truly time to leave the building. It was, I found it very, very embarrassing having to make contact with my clients and say, look, I know you had a booking for such and such a time on such and such a day, but the management have decided not to open at that time now, so we're going to have to reschedule. Far from professional and far from being client-centric. After all, I'm in business to help my clients, not to help the management make their millions. And I was in the process of transitioning to my new clinic anyway. I'd reduced my days at that clinic and increased my availability at the new clinic. 
a clinic where I was promoted as a specialist, where heavy discounts were not even a consideration, and where I felt welcome, appreciated, and worth something. Now, recently I received some correspondence from another massage therapist in a similar situation. She actually completed my online survey, and Alison writes that the clinic management expect her to perform free 30-minute massages and heavily discounted massage for members of nearby gyms. She has tried to educate the clinic management, but they just don't seem to get it. It's a tough situation because Alison doesn't have any input at all over the marketing of her business. And this can be soul-destroying, as this disempowerment can lead to self-doubt, resentment and many other negative states of mind. But what can you do about it? Staying in such an environment definitely takes its toll. I know this from personal experience. It stands to reason if you're constantly giving your services away for free or cheap, then you're not going to be making a lot of money. And this leads to financial stress and in many cases, massage therapists get disillusioned with the industry and leave it to pursue other employment and maybe even go back to working nine to five for a wage. The dream is lost. So it's important that if you find yourself in the situation and feel that you're slipping away in the negative mire of feeling used and unappreciated, that you take steps to change your situation. And nine times out of 10, this means picking up and moving to another clinic. And as I said, this in itself can be a daunting prospect. What if you find yourself in exactly the same situation? Well, here are some tips I hope you find useful. They have definitely been of great use to me. When looking for a new clinic room to operate out of, you want to look for the following. Is it in a good location? Do you have walk-by and drive-by traffic? Is it easily accessible? Like you don't want lots of stairs and, and it's hard to get at where they're going to park miles away, especially if your clients are coming in injured or they have mobility issues, either in walkers, wheelchairs or whatever else. So you've got to make sure that your clinic is going to be in a good location and you're going to have lots of people either walking by or driving by and seeing your signage. The other thing to consider is, are the other practitioners working out of the clinic complementary to you? Because you don't want to really be going into competition with a whole lot of other massage therapists, because in that situation, sometimes, even though they might smile at you and shake your hand, they can sometimes feel a little bit threatened with yet another massage therapist coming in, sharing the work. And as I said, they may not show it on the surface, but there can be this undercurrent of being threatened and just wishing that you weren't there, feeling that you are in competition with them while you're working under the same roof. So sometimes that in itself can lead to issues. I've I've been in clinics where that has been a problem. I've also been in clinics where it hasn't been a problem, but it can be a problem, especially when the clinic isn't initially busy, when the clinic is still being established. So if you go into an established clinic where there's lots of clients, this usually isn't going to be an issue, but there could be other issues as far as you've got no control over your promotion, they're going to discount you and everything else. So I said, you've got to weigh all this up. But just think about it. Try to avoid going into a clinic environment where you are competing with other massage therapists for business. It is far better to look for practitioners that are complementary to you who work in other areas of of healthcare and that you can cross-refer to. So you can see who their ideal client is and refer people to them. And likewise, they can refer their clients to you so that you work in a clinic environment, which is multi-modality, and you are providing multiple services under the same roof. That is ideal. And are the rooms clean? 
professionally presented and inviting. This is one thing too, like one clinic I worked at, the one I'm leaving, it I wouldn't say it wasn't clean, but I, I wouldn't say that it was terribly inviting and I wouldn't say that it was professionally presented. But at the end of the day, my clientele, I'm, I'm not in the in, in the spa business. I look after injuries and I look after pain. So my clients didn't complain about the look and feel of the rooms. But I know that some of the other massage therapists had clients that did complain because the other massage therapists were providing different services to a different clientele who really wanted a different sort of environment, a more relaxing and peaceful environment. Is the clinic busy? Are there always people in the waiting room? And are there always people coming and going? And we know this ourselves when we're going out for dinner. Now, we're going to go to the restaurant where it is bustling, where there's lots of people. We're not going to be that keen to walk into the restaurant and we are the only diners there. Like, what is the problem with this restaurant? So the same perception with your clinic. You want people to sort of see that there are always people in the waiting room. Whether they're coming to see you or not, that's not the issue. The point is that there's always people in the in the waiting room. It looks busy. There's people coming and going. This will attract people to your clinic. Will the management work with you? And will they promote you as a professional who is offering a service of value? And will they give you a say in the marketing of your business? This is a very important point because, as I said, I've worked in a situation where I had no say and their only promotional method was to heavily discount massage. They didn't give away cheap or discounted physiotherapy services. They just gave away half-price massage to the local gym. That was their only marketing effort. You don't want to be in that sort of situation. And when I asked them whether I could do my own marketing, I actually had an app a phone app developed and everything else when I was working at a different clinic, they said, no, 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 we prefer to do our own marketing so you can't use your app. So they basically disempowered me. I wasn't there to do my own marketing and I just had to accept the clientele that they presented to me. What changed my business there is I went out and I got a referral partner. I actually got a a pain specialist who refers clients to me and still refers clients to me to this day. And that just took my business to a whole different level and it brought a whole different type of client to me. Clients who appreciated what I did, who appreciated the benefits of the services and did not quibble over the price. And the other thing you've got to look at is, will the management accept a percentage of income versus a fixed daily or weekly room rental rate? And this is one of the most important things, especially when you're just starting out or you're starting up in a new area. And, you, and you've got no guarantee of how many clients you're going to see in, in any particular day or week. And the other thing too is that if you come to a percentage share agreement with the management, they will be less likely to want to give your time away for free. Because you see, the more money that you make, the more money they make. So they are incentivized to ensure you are charging a healthy rate and also that you're busy. Now, I like to negotiate a 75-25% split, so they get 25% of whatever I earn, and they provide me with the treatment room, full reception, they do the cleaning, all that sort of stuff, and they also share some of the promotional costs. I do provide my own business cards, I do get some of my own posters printed up through, through Vista Print, flyers and that sort of stuff, I do take responsibility for that, so, that, so they're not covering all my promotional costs. I think that would be a little bit steep for me to even expect that at that percentage split but they definitely do include me in group promotions which is very very beneficial to me I can assure you 
And as I said, I am free to promote my own business as I like. And I also, most importantly, I set my own rates. Now, you can take time to find the ideal place that suits your needs while you're still working at your current clinic. And once you've settled on a place, then you can transition over to the new clinic by just starting to work a few hours and, and build your clientele. So it's not doesn't have to be that scary line in the sand, I'm finishing here on this day, I'm starting here on this day, and, and now I'm starting from scratch again. You can just do this nice, gentle transition, and as I said, there is no rush for you to find a place. You're still in that clinic, even though it's not ideal. And then it's also good for the soul. I can assure you that you are doing something positive, that you're taking steps to move yourself out of that environment. So you start to feel good about yourself and your, and your business again. But as I said, you're in, you don't have to sort of rush and, and take the first or second thing you come across. You can be very picky. So you, you get into the position of power and you make the choice of where you're going to be working and who you're going to be working with. And the point is, as I've just said, you've got to take control. You have to put yourself into an environment that is positive and good for you mentally and emotionally. Trying to stick it out in a place where you are unappreciated and regarded as nothing more than a puppet for the management will eventually break you. And it doesn't have to be this way. In the right clinic, surrounded by the right people and cultivating the right clientele, you can build a substantial business in a reasonably short period of time. Now, if you'd like to know more about how to market your massage business in a non-salesy way without falling back on offering discounts, then check out my Massage Marketing Mastery course where you can get on the early bird list and access a sample lesson by going to massagemarketingmastery.com. That's massagemarketingmastery.com. Now, there's absolutely no obligation. You don't have to enroll in the course when it opens, but you can take a look at that free lesson and even that in itself should help you along the way. As always, the show notes for this episode can be found at makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash 009. That's makemoneywithmassage.com forward slash 009. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, if you find this podcast useful, please, I'd really appreciate it if you could take the time and pop across to iTunes and leave me an honest rating and review. Because your ratings and reviews, they help to rank the show. And the more people who can find this information, the more people I can help. So in effect, your ratings and reviews help other people. And that's a good thing. Now, if you leave me a five-star review, please send me an email at tim at makemoneywithmassage.com. Let me know you've left a review and what country you're from, and I'll give you a shout-out on the show. And lastly, I'd like to thank you. I'd like to thank you for taking the time and listening to this episode. We live in a busy world. We are bombarded with information, and sometimes it's so overwhelming the volume of information that we're confronted with. So I'd like to take the time and thank you because I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen. And I hope that you're taking action. And I hope that the information that I share with you is helping you build the massage business of your dreams. And until next time, take care.